Thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. Dave Berry here, alongside me as always, my friend Matt Dyson. Hello there. Who in the ultimate rock and roll move has come straight here to record this from oh, clearly yeah. being at some kind of yeah, gig. Yeah, yeah, I've just been at some soul, uh, very intimate uh, live music showcase at Bush Hall. Wow, uh, what a venue. Bush. Yeah, my old stomping ground. Uh, yeah, I've been to, been to see a new, well basically they, your, your new favourite band for 2018. Well, hit us with it please. Andy and the Odd Socks. Okay. <laughs> that is, of course. I can see you've got a sticker on, covered proudly stickers. on your polo top. They were top. on my forehead earlier. They are, a, they are they're a children's band. Andy Day from CBBC, you may know him. Uh, he's not our generation, Kids TV, Dave. No. But he's like the Andy Crane or the Pip Schofield broom cupboard of his day. I would have gone for an Andy Peters person out of that little yeah, yeah. happy but trio. Actually, yeah, true, yeah, or Peters. I'll take any of them. Um, but you're, what you're saying is, is that many people listening to this now, if they're of a certain age or if um, it's their parents listening to this they'll all be familiar with who Andy and the Odd oh, Socks he's are very tall very tall and uh, he does lots of shows with dino- dinosaurs Andy's uh, Dinosaur Adventure is a massive show on CBeebies and now he's got a band they're heading out on tour and they're going to be huge Andy and the Odd Socks you heard it here first <laughs> Remember what you heard the name. My favourite tune of all of them uh, was uh, Look Out, Look Out, There's Aliens About. That was a real, that really got the place going. So they're a proper band though. There's a drummer, guitarist, bass player. Yeah, yeah, full setup. And Andy Andy from Andy and the Odd Socks, your new favourite band, he's got kind of shaggy hair. Yeah, yeah, big guy, shaggy hair. They look a bit bit like Snow Patrol. (laughs) In a way, actually, yeah, they're not not dissimilar. So, like, we call them Snow Paw Patrol. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, that's exactly what they are. Um, and what what kind of um, what kind of vibe was it on stage? Is he pogoing oh, around? Mate, Are the kids clapping there's along? There's a lot of energy. There's lots of uh, crowd involvement. Um, there's lots of uh, rapping at times. Um, live instruments. A lot of rock. A lot of metal. Uh, just really quite good. Rock and metal. There's, yeah, yeah. there's like a knee high mosh pit there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's genuinely good. You can see them all over the place at all the big festivals this summer. Uh, I'm trying to think of the names of them. There's one I'm going to. It's a kids festival in uh, Czech. Can't remember the name. Hey, don't touch that <laughs> it's dial. It's going to be big. Um, <laughs> Should have looked into that. They're all fans of Absolute Radio, it seems. Mm. So what this means Andy. is that the fact you dropped that means that you got to speak to the band afterwards. Oh, yeah. We, so you we were VIP. In. We popped in before. Access all areas. We popped in before. Yeah, got the wristband on. Got my wristband on. Yeah. <laughs> and so we went in to see them. Uh, me, uh, my wife and the kids. Uh, we met Andy. Andy and his band are big fans of Absolute Radio. Uh, Andy is good friends with Christian O'Connell. Well, there you go. He said, I'll say hello to the OC for me. I said, I will do. He hadn't heard about him going to Australia, so they can't be that good friends. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've not heard about our breakfast I broke, announcement. <laughs> I broke that news to him. <laughs> uh, uh, so there we go. We've already recommended your new favourite band of the year and still to come on the podcast, well, in shocking, shocking revelations, somebody spoke to me whilst we were on the tube. So I was on my own on the tube, she was on her own on the tube, and she decided to strike up a conversation. We were shocked to our very cause, weren't yeah, we, Matt? Yeah, yeah, it's true what they say on. about Southerners. They don't want to hear from you. No, I, which <laughs> I, it's just how you... It's not something I encourage, no, and I want to be stony-faced. It's just what you're born into. It's just the way it is. It's a way of life. Um, George and Tom Dyson, who are Matt's elder brothers, oh, yeah. came on the show live for a bit of sibling rivalry to play it out for one of Matt's most beloved possessions... We aimed to be at the forefront of Cambridge Analytica and the Facebook data sharing thing and failed miserably. <laughs> I mean, really, like if really, we worked on, if we'd been working for Sky, we all would have been sacked. <laughs> 
<laughs> all yeah. of us. Yeah, um, Matt, don't impression me much returned. We felt that was safer ground than trying to break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rather than getting into this investigative journalism <laughs> side of things. <laughs> if something happens now, you'll see our panorama about it in six years' time. <laughs> um, and I revealed to everybody live on the show what my MC name used oh, to be. yes. Thanks again for downloading. Enjoy. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Matt, you spotted something that's taken yeah. the world by storm. Uh, and this, unlike the Cambridge Analytica thing from Facebook, actually happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've checked, I've checked this, double-checked it, and it did happen. The WWE event, WrestleMania, you're familiar with the concept? It's huge. Yeah, every year they have a big event in America. Uh, WrestleMania 33, last year in Orlando, Florida, a Venga Out sign managed to make it all the way to the States. I remember that. And yeah, I remember, and still, the Venga Out campaign continues. It rumbles Despite on. Despite them potentially going to win the Europa League, they still complain about I it wish all them the time. All those Arsenal fans. But this year, something else unusual has made it to the crowd at WrestleMania 34. Uh, WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans, right? Uh, it happened overnight. Some guy in the crowd was holding up a picture of Dot from EastEnders. A.K.A. June Brown, Dot Cotton, actually now known as Dot Branning, on the soap EastEnders. Why? I have no idea. But a big picture of Dot's face. In New Orleans. <laughs> in New Orleans. At WrestleMania. At a wrestling event. The thing Weird. is, and I don't know if you've watched it on, on Sky Sports, they have a programme called The Debate, where yes, uh, yeah, various yeah, yeah. players and presenters sit around, obviously, debating. The picture they have of Arsene Wenger that they use, because obviously he is talked about regularly because oh, of right, things yeah. like the uh, Arsenal uh, Wenger out campaign and their success in, in the Cup there. He does look a bit like Doc Cotton. Oh, yes, he does, actually. There, there's, yeah, a, there's, yeah. a, there's a similar there look. A and I don't mean to bring offence to either party, <laughs> even though I know I technically can, but they have a similar look. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think? So maybe... Maybe you're saying it's maybe just another Wenger-based thing. Well, this is it. Maybe they've just moved it on, but people haven't quite, quite cottoned on, pardon the pun, oh, nice. to what's been happening. I don't know why Brendan, the head of Photoshop, is not already working hard on this, merging the faces of Arsene Wenger and Dot Branning together. Yeah, I know. But I'd like to see the results. I have been in a scene with Dot oh, Branning. Yes. Oh, yeah. You were in a hospital in EastEnders, weren't you? I seem to recall. Well, so basically, this was about, about 2001, when I was starting out. They used to basically, they used to bus us in, all us extras. They'd just bus in. They throw us in a little room with some tea and coffee-making facilities and some biscuits. And then, like, a producer or assistant producer would come in and basically tell you what you're going to be doing that day. So I've been in the Queen Vic with Tamsin Alfwaite and Martin Kemp. Ooh, Tick. Wow. I was in the hospital with Sonia when she had her ah, baby. that's the scene I'm thinking of, and then, yeah. But one of the greatest days of my whole career was when uh, the assistant producer came in and she said, David, David Berry? And I went, yeah. And she went, you're in the laundrette with June today. Oh! I know! Wow. Doesn't get any bigger than that. <laughs> I don't think it does. Yeah. So and, and, and what did I, you do? Just take your washing in, or well, I had to, yeah. So I took my washing in, but before when, when they were rehearsing the scene, I had to stay like backstage, you know, with a little office. Yeah. Where the office is in the laundrette. Well, that's all backstage there, without yeah. ruining too much of the magic. <laughs> so I would just <laughs> wait there, peer, peering through the office door at Dot Cotton, as she was at the time, oh, wow. working in a laundrette. Amazing. It was wow. great. Did you meet Mr. Papadopoulos as well? He was I didn't. There, I, I knew. Oh, He's this, very rarely there. This is what makes it such a wonderful world. There's always another life box. <laughs> Sit back. Dave Berry is here. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. Right, music-wise on the way, we have got Muse, that's for Adam. Um, 
Before we play that, though, and before we play The Beatles, Here Comes the Sun, which is for Mary sitting in the garden saying it's the only sensible thing to do, Matt, we have some bad news. Oh, yeah. As you know. Hashtag Matt's in Cats, it seems, went to your head, which is why producer Amanda contacted a production of Cats that's happening in Leeds. Right. And said... This is the video that we did for April Fools, but actually Matt really wants to be in Cats. Yeah, well, Can he be in your production baseball. of it? <laughs> but, yeah. We finally got a reply. We've been keeping this secret squirrel for a, yeah. for a few days now. Wow. This is we got this from the chairman of the LAOS, the musical theatre company, Mike Porter. Okay. Hi Amanda. Thanks for your request, but I'm afraid the answer has to be no. As you rightly say, there has been a tremendous amount of work put in by all concerned and we just cannot risk anything that might disrupt the performance. (laughs) I'm sorry we are not able to support your request, but there are just too many practical issues that would make it unworkable. Now, when we received this email before we came live on air, I read it out to Matt and uh, this I wrote down some quotes from him. Um, That's from Sir Ian McKellen over there, (laughs) sat opposite me. Uh, So this is what Zoe Wanamaker had to say. Uh, he, He said, how dare they say no. Um, once he calmed down, he moved on to I'm just perplexed they wouldn't want me. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. It is National Siblings Day, which has been trending on Twitter. Yeah. Which is good. It's a bit. I don't know. I don't remember this happening last year. Is it a new no, thing? No, I'm not really. I'm not very big on days. <laughs> on the national days. Yeah, I'm not sure why it's come about, but uh, I suppose we might as well have it. Well, we, day. we 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 are because we're excited actually because we've turned National Siblings Day into the perfect opportunity to get both of Matt's older brothers live on the show a little later on. We're going to do yeah, a quiz. I'm not sure how good an idea this was, but uh, yeah, we'll see. One of them is going to be walking away with Matt's beloved set of Russian dolls to pick in players from Nottingham Forest. Yeah, from the early noughties. Um, but before we get to that and we get them on the show, we'd love to hear from you, as always. Now, the number is 81215, or you can drop us a tweet at Absolute Radio. And what we want to do is we want to, if you're lucky enough, if you're blessed enough to have a brother or a sister... We want to hear those apologies, those confessions. We want some sweeping statements, maybe a few home truths, some unearthed secrets. Revelations was the Ooh, word Matt used earlier. Yeah, that's what we want. Eight, twelve, fifteen, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Uh, in, in, well, in fairness, I'm going to get the ball rolling um, because I want to apologise to my little sister Katie, who we're going to be hearing from a little later on. Um, because, well, <sighs> mum and dad, I know you're listening. You know the Shire horse that you used to display proudly on top of the mantelpiece in the front oh, yeah, room? yeah, yeah. Not a real Shire horse, I want to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of them in Lucian. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> be weird in the living room, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a porcelain Shire horse yes. with a small uh, wooden cart attached to it. It was beautiful. Yeah. It had leather straps and blinkers. It sounds like quite the ornament. Everything, yeah. yeah. It was chintzy, has hell, but you'll probably now see it in some hipster bar in East London. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a wedding gift that they uh, received, right. my parents, and during uh, an impromptu house party that I had uh, when you, Mum and Dad, had gone to Anna and Julian's, um, I had a few friends over. Uh, yeah. We were dancing around, and I, um, I collided with the shy horse... 
breaking it into many pieces on the front room floor. Yeah. Um, and this is where the confession bit comes in because uh, Katie, my beloved baby sister, I may have told mum and dad that you did it, but then told them that you felt awful, so please don't say anything. Oh, wow, good tactic. Yeah, so I've been getting away with that for like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. And it's that Monday, the first Monday back after the Easter break, where we have a full working week. Yeah. And many of us are once again frustrated by the fact that even though it clearly works, we are not a country that has a four-day working week. I mean, when you live that four-day working week, I know not everyone was afforded that. Yeah. But it's something that we should have in the norm. And if you vote for me, that's not... No, no. Um, It'd be great, wouldn't it? Imagine that, if that was every week. Yeah. Four-day working week. That's exactly how it should be. I'd happily do a 12-hour day on those four days and then have the three days off. I think that's fair enough. Well, is if that you how you balance that, it If up? you put that to the vote in a referendum, yeah. I think you'd see the results will speak for themselves. Well, this is what I'm saying. I'm just kind of getting a feel for what the, the UK want as I, I think it would effortlessly pro- move into politics. It would increase productivity. It's a vote winner, Dave, and I think I, I will back you if you run for Parliament on that ticket. Thank you, mate. Yeah. On the yeah. ticket with me. I love yeah, that. Mate, Barry I'm and Dyson for you. whenever what year it will be. <laughs> for the four-day working um, week. In the dream scenario, do you have the Friday off oh, or do you question. have the Monday off? It's a good bit of market research this before we launch the policy. Yeah. Mm. So that's... Uh, I would rather have the Monday off because Monday's a horrible day and if you could eliminate Mondays, I think everyone's going to But would happy. Tuesday then become Monday? Yeah, it would, but it's still not as bad. <laughs> People would go, remember Monday, though? That was awful. This yeah. is just Tuesday. It's fine. Would we just take it out? Would we take its name away? Would it just no longer exist? Would, oh, it be, yeah. would, would we call it Sunday 2. What, what's Sunday the sequel. What's stopping us? Let's you know, do that. No one's ever changed the calendar, have they? No one's no. dared to do it for I think years. It's something to do with the Georgians. So it's, yeah. been, it's been a long, long <laughs> it's time. time. for a revamp. So we would have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday sequel. Yes. Tuesday. Yeah, Sunday 2. Yeah. Would you rather have the Monday or the Friday <laughs> off? Monday, You'd have the Monday off. <laughs> I haven't got the power to do that. <laughs> You're getting a day off. No, no, let's not get into that again. And Matt, of course, uh, the other thing is you're back in your own bed, which we're all very yes. excited. I am, yeah, yeah. After you try to commute to work uh, for two days in a row from a camping site. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, thank goodness that's all over. And look at the weather now as well. It's great to be back in a house, in a town, surrounded by houses and people and not wind and freezing cold temperatures. So there we go. That's where we're going politically with these things. <laughs> uh, you only go camping if you absolutely want to for recreational purposes. Yes. And we will bring you Sunday, the sequel. We promise we will do away with Mondays. That's guaranteed. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Happy National Siblings Day, everybody. Uh, If you are fortunate enough to have a brother or a sister, we're asking you to exchange your stories, and you have been. Thank you very much indeed for doing so. Shall we begin? Yes. There's some quite, there's some frankly harrowing stories have come through. Yeah, I know, yeah. I mean, I'm a big brother and you're a little brother, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. The, the things we do to each other yeah, is so quite awful. violent at times, couldn't <laughs> it? Yeah. Um, hi. When we were younger, my sister put the video of her favourite film in the recorder and set it up so it was ready to record something else straight after the movie. We'd had an argument that day, and when she left the room, this, this is pure evil. This is like Damien territory. Mm. 
I rewound the video 10, 15 minutes and I watched as she pressed the record button and recorded all over the end of her favourite film, Lee in Wolverhampton. Oh, nice. Just sat back <laughs> quietly. <laughs> um, I would like to apologise to my little brother, Daniel Hutch. When we were kids, I punched him and gave him a black eye during a fight and then made him tell our mum and dad that he got hit by a tennis ball at school. Wayne from Nottingham. <laughs> nice. Big brother antics there. Um, <laughs> this When this came through, it caused quite a stir of emotion in the studio. Uh, Let's just get on with it, shall we? Yes. Let's just do it. Yeah, it's out there. Good evening, Dave and Matt. To my brother James, I am so sorry I made you take pictures of my bum to send to my boyfriend, who lived 200 miles away, because I couldn't get the angle right. I've probably scarred you for life from Chrissy in Cheltenham. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Chrissy! <laughs> yeah, it sounds, still sounds weird to me. We were wildly speculating what you might have been wearing, I'm not going to lie. Where, where's the cut-off point? Where is the cut-off point for Brother James? I know, Where does yeah. he go? Uh, you got a bikini on, sis! <laughs> Get a selfie stick. <laughs> They've not been invented yet, but I'll invent just one. Just gaffer tape your phone to the end of the mop or something. <laughs> just don't include me in so this. Bizarre. Uh, there's a lovely one here as well. Well, from Dale in Bristol, who says he's got to apologise to his sister for the time he took her fingernail off with a badminton <laughs> racket. Uh, the competition overwhelmed me, he says. And Dale would also like to apologise to his little brother Anthony for leading him along one time into thinking that he was playing him on FIFA when in reality he was playing the computer. <laughs> so that's a nice little trick in it. Oh, the old, my, my, my controller's not actually plugged in. Oh, oh that's amazing. Um, right now, when it is time to hear from my little sister, um, Katie, who, um, she's already the Mariah Carey of siblings because she said, I'll come on the show, but only if I can pre-record it. <laughs> it's like, where did you learn the term pre-record? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here she is with a little audio. Uh, producer Dave hasn't let me hear this yet, but I know it's going into Aerosmith, so I can't wait to see what she had to say. Here we go. Hi, Hometime listeners. This is Katie, Dave's little sister. One of the proudest moments for the Berry family was when David won the charity drag competition at college. So we're looking great in a pair of tights. Here's Dude Looks Like a Lady on Absolute Radio for my big bro. Hello, Matt and producer Dave. Wow. Hi, Katie. Well, I want to know more about the drag competition. Oh, I've already started Aerosmith now, haven't I? No, it's on. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. I want to start the show this afternoon, if I may, by firstly saying I hope that you're all well. And secondly, uh, with a huge announcement. Um, Earlier on today, um, somebody actually spoke to me on the tube. What? The incident occurred (laughs) on the southbound Jubilee line. No way. And I was sat there um, just reading my phone, like we all do on public transport, because... Like them's the rules. Yeah. And all of a sudden, um, this woman sat opposite me. She said, um, "It's awful quiet on here, isn't it?" What? She was like, she was like, thir- she was like thirty. Must have been a northerner. In my no, experience, was- <laughs> it's always a northerner. <laughs> and bless them for that for being friendly. <laughs> but I was just taken aback, and I said, um, I said, oh, I mean, if you're looking for, you know, some company, if you move further up the tube carriages it gets busier but because it's like the time of day you know around 12.30 and we're sat on the last carriage it's it's often quiet yeah. and she went oh right I was worried because it's been like this for the last couple of days really? I was like right okay, no no so that's that's the reason and I looked back down at my phone wow. thinking this is weird <laughs> stop talking to me and then she went they have more security cameras on the Thameslink trains 
And, I, and then I went, oh, and I pointed at a, a sign that said uh, CCTV in operation. I said, oh, I think they do have them on this. Wow, I was what? Chat Imagine this if this was. was the other way around. Imagine if I struck up a conversation with a woman on her own and said... It's quiet, this garage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Has it got any CCTV? <laughs> oh, um, dear. It'd be quite worrying. So I, I, was, <laughs> I was quite shaken. Then I had to play the lottery. As the, as the tube trundled into Baker Street, yeah. about whether am I going to get off what would have been four stops early? Yeah, yeah. Or are you getting off now? So then there was that moment of just shifting back and oh, forth no. in the chair. And she, she got up and I said, oh, nice talking with you. Have a good day. She got off. The doors closed. We went off. And I thought, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, this is why we don't talk to each other on the tube. <laughs> it's easier that way. It is much easier that way. So, you know, um, wherever you are, uh, whatever you're doing today, my angel, this is for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Here's Joan Jett, I Love Rock and Roll. It seems like the only song I could play you to say thank you for opening my eyes to a better world. I might even pass this forward. Yeah. On the commute home this evening, I might just strike up a conversation with a stranger. Good luck with that. Why not? <laughs> the Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio. Now, exciting... Trip to, oh, I don't know, is it exciting times? What sure, would you sure say they're exciting yeah. times? I'm sort of getting excited about it, but I'm not sure I should be, really. Well, Matt's getting excited about it, so therefore, of course, I am now excited about it because I love that fella. But effectively, in about five minutes' time, your yeah. Facebook page is going to let you know whether Cambridge Analytica got their sticky fingers on your data. Yeah, 87 million potential users will say, yes, you got done by Cambridge Analytica. And then, uh, But if you haven't been uh, hacked or data used... Yeah. Uh, then you get a message saying, sorry, it wasn't you, or no, or like, yeah. relax, it wasn't you. But I'm sort of now, even though it's probably a bad thing that my data was uh, shared without my knowledge, I sort of want to be involved. I want to be one of the 87 million who was uh, was breached. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I'm part of it. This, you know. this is why I was reluctant to use the words exciting times ahead at the beginning <laughs> of this talking bit. It's not, uh, my phone has not been this excited since that U2 album got <laughs> put, put out by Apple onto everyone's phone. Ooh, this is the that biggest went down thing. well, didn't it? It's the biggest thing since then. <laughs> Am I going to be one of the 87 million or not? So we're going to find out if Cambridge Analytica have been all over Matt Dyson's Facebook page and also the Absolute Radio one and producer Amanda's as well. Yeah, yeah. Not mine because I'm not on it. It's You're almost not on like it. I knew all those yeah, years ago. You saw this coming. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Now, Matt, the big question is did Cambridge Analytica fiddle around with your Facebook information as you said, everybody was going to be finding yeah, out at, at 5 p.m. And so much yeah, so, I, I, I built I built almost half an hour worth of <laughs> yeah. the show. Yeah, I know. Leading I know, up to yeah. it. And, and if I can just stop you for a second, if yeah. you listen, I've even gone to the trouble of getting the tension yes, music. Yes, you can hear this very so tense. I've gone. 2.2 billion Facebook users around the world yeah. will all get this message. And apparently, I thought it was going to come on Messenger. Apparently, it's just going to come into your news feed and say, yes, you were. No, you weren't. Well, Matt, once again, <laughs> um, were you? And unfortunately, it turns out it is. <laughs> said, yeah. um, I sort of misread it. I thought it was at five o'clock uh, British time. Right. It's it's uh, from five o'clock. So, so they've got a lot of messages to send now. So it's going to be in the next hour or so. Not we haven't got them yet. At least I haven't. Um, but, you know, maybe you have. Well, do you know what? I'm dropping all the songs and I'm blaming you. I'm just going to play this for the next hour until it comes from. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for a pick. What oh, do you mean okay. it's from five yeah, o'clock? Not at five o'clock. From that, there was conflicting. You're a trained journalist. Conflicting reports about what exactly was happening. It's one of the uh, biggest uh, news stories so, of the year. So you know, so um, yeah, it's going to happen soon. It's not happened yet. You'll see it soon on your way home, maybe this evening. 
Well, don't try and make it throwaway and casual. Are we? Are people going to get it before six o'clock? Because you just said then that there's some news editor in Edinburgh you've been communicating yeah, with. He says he says he's going to get in the next hour. Well, I hope we I'm do. now questioning everything. To okay, be honest. okay, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> Um, let's move on to you telling everybody out there why you've upset your mother-in-law. Well, yeah, my mouth got me into into trouble just now, and it did yesterday <laughs> as well, because I took the kids up to my mother-in-law's, uh, mother and father-in-law, so they're going to look after them for a few days in Easter. Uh, we get to, me and my wife get to relax for a while. It's nice. Uh, and uh, on the way up, we drove past a cattery, you know, where people send their cats on holidays. And Bess, my oldest daughter, started saying, oh, that would be weird in a cat house full of cats. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said it would be like the crazy cat lady in The Simpsons, oh. which you know she loves. Of course because we had a Simpsons quiz yeah, against each other. she knows a lot more, more about the show than you. Well, this is very yeah, true. Yeah, I think yeah. people are already probably piecing together how you've insulted your mother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. Like, trailing this story yes, going exactly. forward. Yeah. So she said, oh, it, wouldn't it be weird to be like a crazy cat woman and have loads of cats in your house? At which point I said, well, uh, your, your, your nana, uh, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> she's, she once had five cats in her house, you know, at one five. point. Five, wow. She lived with five cats. So and you were around at the time, so you've pretty much experienced what it's like to have a house full of cats. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then I thought nothing of it. But then we arrived at the mother-in-law's. Uh, Bess ran straight into the kitchen where she was preparing Sunday dinner and said to Christine, my wife's mum, uh, Daddy says you're a crazy cat woman. At <laughs> 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 which point I had to run in and explain the situation. So, Chris, if you're listening, I did not say you were a crazy cat woman. I merely said you had a lot of cats at one point in your life. OK. And there's nothing wrong with that. No broadcaster should have to make two apologies in just one talking bit. One, one to all of his listeners and the other to his mother-in-law. It's been a particularly tricky 24 hours for Matt Dyson. Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. Happy hashtag National Sibling Day. And right now, well, it is a very special treat because joining us on the show, Matt Dyson's two brothers, George and Tom. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. evening. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. So you're the eldest brother, George, so I'm going to start with you. Okay. Welcome to the show. It's lovely having you on board. Where are you calling us from? I'm at my dad's at the moment, actually. I've just uh, I've come down on the train, so I'm down in Exeter. OK, so, down yeah. in Exeter. That's nice. And now we yeah. have Tom, the middle brother. Good evening, Tom. Good evening, Dave. Where are you calling from? I'm in Sutton, uh, in very south London. OK, so, uh, Matt, is this strange having your two brothers on yes, the show? Yes, very weird. But, you know, it's rare we all get together to talk like this, to be honest. Oh, OK. <laughs> this is nice having a conference call on the radio, isn't it? <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> How you doing, Matt? <laughs> all right, all right. So, gentlemen, before we get round to the reason we've got you on the show, tell us a little bit about Matt Dyson. What kind of little brother was he? I would say he's, he's quite a favourite. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord, he's still going. <laughs> Couldn't put a foot wrong. Unbelievable. <laughs> Golden boy he was known as. <laughs> Golden boy, that's it. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Chips Golden on boy. shoulders still to this day. I mean, it's, it's outrageous. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> If it makes you feel any better, gentlemen, it's the exact opposite here at his place of work. (laughs) Runt under the stairs. (laughs) So what we're going to do, boys, shortly here on the show, we are going to have a quiz. We're going to have some sibling rivalry. I have asked Matt to furnish me with some questions that he hopes only you guys know the answer to. Whoever gets the most questions right is going to win what Matt Dyson just described described as <clears throat> his only trinket. <laughs> it is. It's the only thing I take from house to house and keep with me. Gentlemen, 
Norman, do uh, you know what you're playing for? Because apparently you want it both. You both want to get your hands on this. No, this can't, oh, it can't it, be. It, it no, can it only be. be. Please tell me. It can me. only no, be no. Matt Russian dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I've no always wanted it. It is always the uh, it. my forest Russian oh, doll set, yeah. The Johnson Harewood Warden Leicester set. Yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> wow, you know them as well. Yeah, it's very obscure I need team. It in my life. Yeah, I need from, it. from the early noughties, and I bought it in a market in Prague. <laughs> Bizarrely, yeah. <laughs> but yes, it's got David Johnson DJ in the old forest shirt with it was sponsored by Pinnacle. <sighs> Uh, it says yeah. Pinode on good it. Days, uh, good days. And then inside Ma'am, that. Case, Ma'am, I'm not being funny. I yeah. thought you were going to leave that to me in the event of your untimely death. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're I'll giving ch- away the family heirloom I'll live ch- on the show. I'll change the will. I'll change the will after this. Um, so we've got seven Russian dolls. All of them, I'm not exactly going to say famous Nottingham Forest fans, um, but we have got the unique scenario where Marlon Harewood is inside David Johnson, who looks remarkably like Craig David thanks to his chin strap. Beard. <laughs> We're going to be playing for those next. George and Tom, stay right there. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. The time has come. Matt Dyson's brothers, George and Tom, are on the line and they are going to take part in a quiz and they are vying to win what has already been described as a family heirloom. It is, of course, the seven Russian dolls that make up some obscure Nottingham Forest players that Matt bought in a market. Yeah, in Prague, yeah. Boys, are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. Okay, your names are your buzzers. The quiz begins. Question one. When Matt was a toddler, he once got caught short at the park. How did your granddad Fred improvise Tom. a sol- oh, Tom, go on. This is family legend. <laughs> uh, but the way I remember it is as follows. So my granddad took me and my two brothers to see some trains. We were quite young at the time, so we went to see some trains. And when we had just arrived, Matt realised he'd been caught short and needed to use the toilet for solid business. Okay, okay, you need that's a little what, number two. Yeah, okay. That's what everyone okay, says yeah. on the radio, yeah. <laughs> solid business. Yeah. That was the name of my debut hip hop album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. So basically, my granddad, not having anything appropriate to clean young Matt up with afterwards, had to resort to foliage that was found. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the railway line so <laughs> off they went and she was mad in his business Granny cleaned him up and when Matt came out we then walked home together I'm not funny he resembled something like a poor man's peacock he had basically <laughs> a watch a watch of foliage poking out the back of his corduroys <laughs> his corduroys down by the railroad tracks it's like Kez um, <laughs> you're absolutely right Tom you've got a point yes yeah. Granddad Fred improvised by uh, wiping his body with grass yeah, yeah. Um, amazing yeah, too much detail for my liking there but sorry, yeah you've got the that. Well, right okay here we go this week 29 years ago, you all went to Wembley with your dad to watch Nottingham Forest win the Littlewoods Cup final. But what prank did you both play on Matt as a child in George. the Trent Ed- oh. George, George, OK, to go equal on points. Right, I, I know this one. Forest, in those days, uh, we were stunned on the terraces. When they scored, we'd get up on the, on the terraces and hold our, hold our flags high. <laughs> the ill-fated Saturday that Matt 
decided to um, he decided to wear baggy bottoms. Um, <laughs> Jogging bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't do up the drawstring, right? I didn't do up the drawstring. Yeah. That was it. So um, off on the railings he got, he scampered when they scored <laughs> and held aloft his flag. Unfortunately for him, me and Tom waiting behind him both. Pulled down his jogging bottoms at the same time, um, <laughs> revealing all to the city ground. Uh, oh, that's amazing! Uh, before my dad told him to pull off his pants and put his uh, his little thing away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only there was Sky Sports then. It would have been great to see Gary Neville analyse that, wouldn't it? <laughs> Join a little circle round it. <laughs> okay, so it's one apiece. This is it, the decider. Tell me, Matt Dyson's. First job. Asda. Tom. George. Tom. Oh, oh, Tom, oh, Tom, I'm taking your name as your buzzer. Oh, yeah. What's your Thank answer? You. Thank you. Now, I mean, George said Asda there, which isn't strictly true. His real first job was a paper round delivering the Nottingham Evening Post. Uh, it was but actually the trade. If, if it was a proper, a proper job, then it was actually in the co op rather than Asda. Tom. You're absolutely right. You've won the Russian doll set. Bring it on! I did then go on to work in Asda, though, so George was close. He was close. George, it's been an absolute joy having you on the show. Thank you so much. And Tom, same to you, and congratulations. We'll make sure that we send off the Russian doll set straight here from the studios to your home address. You've both been brilliant. Give it up for our siblings, ladies and gentlemen. And well done, Matt. Well done, Dyson. So embarrassing. Sit back. Dave Barry is here. It is time to play Where's Matt Come to Work from this week? (laughs) (laughs) After uh, last week, Matt decided for some reason to move himself and his family out of their lovely artisan home (laughs) and onto a camping site where um, he worked... In the Chiltern Hills, yeah. In the Chiltern Hills, where you worked out after day one. It was rather freezing. It was probably best to move yourself and the family all the way back in to the artisan home. Exactly, that's right. So you're not going to make that mistake again. No. But... Well, you've taken it up a level. You yeah. are the P. Diddy of radio. Yes. <laughs> Tell everyone where you're coming into work from today. Before I left for work, I had to change out of my robe <laughs> because I've come to work from a health spa. <laughs> a health yes, spa? No messing around. I just had lunch at Chabney's and then I came straight into London. Well, I'm living the life. But, again, this is what's amazing. You're going to then go back there yeah, after the it. show yeah. and come in again tomorrow from all, the health spa. All these things work out really well for my wife who stays in the place the strange place and does some work and then relaxes yeah. and then I go out to work and come back so yeah it's very strange it doesn't always work out so well for me but it works out very well for her well Matt told us uh, when we all arrived and we were just chatting that uh, tomorrow when he's so this time tomorrow Matt would have just got out of the swimming pool you would have spent all day beside the pool then yeah. you're going to be coming in that's right Yeah. yeah. I do have one major question that I feel I should ask and I'm going to ha- ask it on behalf of a lot of people yeah what happened to your kids? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember them? You had two of them. They're adorable. They're up at my in-laws, aren't they? They're up at my yeah. in-laws. They're there till Thursday. I'm going to get them Thursday morning. Don't worry. Well, this is perfect. So you mentioned it's Champneys. Yeah, spot. yeah. Set the scene for me, Matt. You know, what, what, oh, what, 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 do, what do you like? What are you having? So well, you walk around in a robe I there. walk around in a white robe. <laughs> and that, that is just good enough for me. And That's amazing. They're, they're lovely pool, steam room and all that. Oh. And then lovely food, uh, lovely buffet of different salads. Healthy food, 
but nice food as well. And I'm just going to relax in a steam room, perhaps a jacuzzi tomorrow morning, and then come into work. What, and then hit the salad buffet and come in? Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. Wait, have you got anywhere else you're planning on coming in from in the future? Because you are up in the game. You're going to well, be coming straight from Miami first, next month? No, or? Thursday I will be coming straight to the show from Staffordshire, because that's <laughs> okay. when I'm picking the kids up. Okay. So, yeah, it's all go. <laughs> yeah, you're just, you're restless, aren't you, Matt? Yeah, you're nomadic. I yeah. like that about you. I've got wanderlust. Wherever he lays his hat, that's his home. <laughs> the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Lee from Hoddesdon has texted us, Matt. Good mm. afternoon to you, Lee. Thanks for getting in touch. Hello, Dave and Matt. Just heard your story of the daring to speak on the tube debacle. Well, I don't think we've quite described it as a debacle, Lee, but thanks. Um, and a thought struck me for something you could try on your show. Maybe on Mondays you could have a chat to a stranger on the tube day and then have people phone in with their stories or complaints. I reckon this will be massive. Wow. Can I please have a car air freshener? Interesting. So this is like cash for questions. This is car air fresheners for show ideas. Yeah, well, it's worth it. I think he deserves one for that. Well, I totally agree, Matt. So, Lee, yes, we mm. are going to send you a Dave Berry Show car air freshener and we are going to think about your idea. So chat, a sort of chat on the tube day. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, so you already started to kind of yeah, yeah, brainstorm snappy tube titles. Day, tubey chat chat, chatty tube, <laughs> uh, the Chattanooga tube tube. I don't know, there's plenty of different names we could go with. Right now, even like one of those phone line adverts where there's the guys using the dumbbells. Really? Change, change, change. Yeah, yeah. 0800. <laughs> um, so we'll look into that, Lee, but thank you very much, Lee, for getting I in like touch with the show. I like that idea, I do. It could, be, it could lead to some funny stories. Well, let's do it Monday. What we'll, can happen? We'll do it Monday, then. Let's just yeah, commit well, to we'll this fully. We'll have to try it as well, won't we? We'll have to do it as well. Well, flesh, can we do this, producer Amanda? <laughs> yeah. We'll flesh it out. We'll, okay. we'll do it Monday. Thanks a lot, Lee. It's brilliant. Well done, um, now, though, uh, first, I would like to talk about um, flash-in-the-pan ideas. Things that were here and they were big and they seemed like maybe they were going to be the biggest things in the, the world. Big thing. But it turns out they were just a, a fleeting gleam on the shiny surface skin of time. They right. were gone in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Um, and I was talking to Matt about this uh, before we came on air, and you, you picked one out of the bag straight away. Yeah. A beverage that I thought, if it had a marketing budget of like what seemed like trillions of dollars yeah. behind it. It was huge. And it, I didn't realise until I looked into it how short-lived Tab Clear Tab was. Tab Clear. But it launched in 92, right. and it was discontinued in 94. There was suddenly a massive fad for clear cola drinks. Well, that, that, that takes me from, like, 13 to 14, roughly, years of age, and yeah. Tab Clear would have been it was huge, huge It was huge then, when they were... People were talking about it pre-launch, going, have you heard about this new clear cola? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why anyone cared, but it seemed like such a groundbreaking thing. Matt got so excited that he nearly needed to buy a can of Tab Clear <laughs> on eBay, uh, which was £5. He was willing to pay for that, but it was a, an empty can that yeah. had been slightly crushed. It yeah. had obviously been through a road-sweeping device yeah, and come out the other end. get a crushed empty can for a fiver or a... Uh, an empty can uh, in a good state for £10. But you do anything for I that sweet, sweet taste of, of Tab Clear. I'm never going to get to try well, Tab Clear again in my life. I'm thinking <laughs> of a trip... No, I'm thinking of a trip to America in August. I think they do it there. It's I think they... discontinued oh, no. there. What? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. live in a Tab it, Clear yeah. free world. It's completely free of Tab Clear. Well, it was here for such a short time, as you say, Matt, and that's what we'd like to start the show by talking about, uh, apart from all the other stuff we've been doing for the last half an hour, which is obviously the stuff we started the show by talking about. <laughs> anyway, I digress. El Dorado! Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Amanda, would you like to run through some of the characters' <laughs> names that you, for some reason, can remember <laughs> off by heart? Well, you've got Blake and Vanessa. Oh, um, yeah. Bunny and Fizz. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember them, um, yeah. 
Marcus Marcus Oh yes, that was it. Marcus and Pilau on the especially built village in Spain, wasn't it? Especially built for the BBC. Buy us the license fee, please. They've always treated us so well. El Dorado ran from the 6th of July '92 to the 9th of July '93. It only ran for a year. Around the same time as Tab Clear. What was it about this? It was a golden time. What a time to be alive. The early '90s. What a time. Kicking back. Watching El Dorado with a tab clear. Yeah, you just you pop over another can and go, what's Mark Horse going to get up to this week? Um, 8, 12, 15, that's how you text us or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. What else shall we add to this list? Dave Berry, just being himself on Absolute Radio. As my old nan used to say, Thursday afternoon is MGMT time. So that's why I'm playing it right here on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. We're coming up to 20 to 5, and, um, well, Lee from Hoddesdon had an idea about getting people talking to one another on public transport on a Monday Mm. and then relaying their stories here on the show. Uh, We said we were going to send him a Dayberry Show car air freshener and we were going to think about the idea. Then we went, no, forget that. Let's do the idea this coming Monday. And you guys have... Well, you've leapt... To, to mm. a creative space and you're sharing ideas for the feature. What have we got, Matt? Brad from Kent has a couple of names for the feature. You could call it Mingle on a Monday. Nice. Or Chit Chat Commute. Okay. For, for the Monday segment. Like that. Says, uh, Monday segment, <laughs> and, good. Uh, Laura in Middlesex, perhaps this is the best one so far, though, with uh, Tube Shy Shy. Oh! From, obviously, um, that would be from Catch a Tube Tube. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. The 80s classic. Sorry, everyone. Tube Shy Shy by Catch a Tube Tube. There you go. That's the name for it. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Once again, Matt has come to work from another strange location. We did the camping site, and now we're at a spa. So you're coming to and from the show and back to a spa. From a health spa. I've now checked out, though, unfortunately, but I did have lunch there. Totally checked out. (laughs) Like you did the show at one point. (laughs) Yeah, the first week. (laughs) Show show two, checked out. Hello, can I get my bill, please? Um, Right, contract signed. Okay, great. (laughs) Sorted. Um, But the thing is, Matt, the, the WhatsApp group for the show has been littered with requests for you to bring us some goodies. Yeah, I don't you're know why I got this all, all morning, like you and Produce Deck and bring some stuff, bring like soap and stuff that's like yours anyway. And so I thought, like, well, I'm not going to steal from Champneys in Henlow, but um, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm also, you've got to uh, pay for a robe. I'm not paying like £25 for one of their lovely robes. Okay. But I did get a bag of, okay. of goodies. Well, we're going to be doing an unboxing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it sounds better than it is, to be fair, what's inside. Well, you're really bigging this up. <laughs> yeah. This is what we call in the radio world an appointment to listen, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Just listen to that. Who wouldn't want that, the contents of that? But you didn't buy us a robe. I didn't buy you a robe, but oh. I did have some other complimentary things in there. Do you? That you might like. Ooh, tease. Please welcome, in Oxted, we have Kate. Good afternoon, Kate. Good afternoon, Dave. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you, yourself. Very well, thank you. So you're going to take part in our Generation Game style quiz to win a load of stuff that Matt has liberated from a spa. <laughs> good. OK. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, can you remember most of the things that Matt took out of the bag? Uh, I hope so, yeah. OK, well, we wish you the best of luck. I'm going to hit a timer sound effect. Please note, Kate, that there's no time limit on this. It's just to add some tension and drama, because otherwise we literally are just giving away free stuff from a hotel. <laughs> Two shower caps. Oh, we're giving away. Oh, Matt! Sorry. Sorry. Come on now. All right, Don't Kate. Do it down. We're all behind you. Here. Your time starts now. 
Uh, yeah, there were uh, four cotton buds and three cotton wool circles for removing makeup. Yes, good. A uh, bottle of shampoo, a bottle of conditioner, uh, two bottles of body lotion. Excellent. Uh, large flip-flops that I think have been stolen by Dave now. <laughs> <laughs> two shower caps. Yeah. Uh, kiwi fruit for some unknown reason. Yes! And a cuddly toy. Yay! Cuddly toy! Excellent memory. <laughs> um, Kate, congratulations. We're more than happy with that. We're even going to chuck in a Dave Berry Show car air freshener for coming on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, brilliant. Um, what an amazing start. And said cuddly toy at the end, making yeah. all of my childhood entertainment yeah, dreams come true. Amazing. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Well, we live in a scary world. And around every corner as I get older, I find something else to be scared of. Okay. And now I have a genuine fear of putting on my skinny jeans after they've just been washed. Oh, yeah. The fear is real, Matt Dyson. Wow, yeah. They get a lot tighter, don't they? they what, it's unbelievable. I'm wearing them right now. Right. I'm wearing them right now! <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just... As you put them up, the fear just continues to grow because you think, OK, I've got them over my foot, that's good, but yeah, they're going to yeah. keep going, keep going. Oh, they're going to get over the knee. Oh. It's like, I'm just like I'm seducing you now, putting on stockings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. And then I put them up over the knee and I get there and I think, are they going to button up at the top? Oh, yeah. And then what do you do? Do you then wear something that covers the fact that you've got your top button undone so you yeah. can get that kind of three, four-day wear going on? Do I do lunges? Ooh. Do I want to be doing lunges? I'm not even sure what they are. I thought it was an exercise. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, oh, right, like yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Should I be doing this? To yeah, in out? those jeans. Well, I say, after, I say after a few days, they relax back they do. to their old selves, don't they? And that just happens naturally over time, I think. Yeah, but but then it is, it's quite nice to tighten them up slightly, but it's just this first day of wearing them yeah, yeah, that I'm totally. Scared of. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough day. But you, was, do you, but do you have a similar fear? Well, I, well, I mean, because you wear the relaxed jeans. Mine are a bit more relaxed than yours. I mean, they're tighter than I used to wear, certainly. But uh, the, I think the advice, the official advice from oh, denim experts, is yes. that you should very rarely wash your jeans, if ever. Now, oh, I mean, frankly, oh. I find the advice to never wash them ridiculous. Yeah. Because, you know, you're going you're gonna to stink after a while, probably, aren't you? Stink. So, I mean, you've got to wash them, but you should wash them very rarely to prolong the life of the denim and for the best wear, I think, is to wash rarely. Producer Dave lost the crutch in not just one pair of his jeans, but two in the same two week. Two in one week. See? The fear is very real over yeah. there. Yet he still wore them into work. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Well, yesterday on the show, I said a new fear has come along, and it's a very real fear, and that is trying to put on freshly washed jeans. Mm. Uh, as you know, Matt, I favour the slightly skinnier Yes. style of jean but quite frankly when they're freshly washed they go about a size smaller Ooh. so I worry if I'm going to get them over my legs then I have the humiliation of trying to do up the top button oh, yeah. and quite frankly and I'm wearing them today because I'm trying to get them back to their normal fit I'm well, for want of a better term Matt I'm, I'm bunched up oh yeah, yeah I'm, oh, I'm horribly sorry <laughs> restrictive I'm yeah. horribly bunched up oh dear oh, and dear. Um, it's, it's been causing me any kinds of troubles oh, no end dear. of troubles uh, but you guys have kind of come to my rescue with some advice so effectively here are two separate opinions on what you can do to your jeans other than wash them hey Dave rather than washing your jeans put them in a zip up plastic bag 
get the air out and put them in the freezer for a couple of days. That'll kill the bacteria that is smelling. And that's right. from Adam in St Albans, a.k.a. calls himself Denim Head. Denim Head. Denim wow, Head. Wow. So thank you, you very much know. indeed to Adam Denim Head. I could put them in the freezer. Offering another expert opinion, joining us right now in Twickenham, we have Simon. Good evening, Simon. Great having you on the show, my man. Uh, your text really pricked my interest. So, what's your advice aside from washing your jeans and going through this very real fear of trying to squeeze back into them? Uh, well, I used to do what you would do. About 10 years ago, I went to Stockholm where my brother lives and I got into buying acne jeans, which were raw denim, and I was told, wear them for a year to 18 months, don't wash them, and then they'll mould to the shape of your body, even though it's painful to put them on to begin with. But which I did, and that one But when I was back in Stockholm about two weeks ago, I went to a very cool shop called The Second Sunrise, which specialises in Japanese velvet denim and American denim. Okay. And I told her this story, and she said, no, it's absolutely wrong, because you really should be washing them within a few months, because otherwise your, literally your body germs and bacteria damages the, the cotton. So, so the right. cotton in the jeans is picking up the germs from my legs and other parts yep. of my lower body, yeah. and it's seeping in. So sticking them in the freezer isn't going to do the trick. No. They're going to need to be washed. So what did our denim expert in Stockholm advise we do then, Simon? You sit in a peppered bath with a very mild detergent, if any at all, but a little mild one, and, uh, and that's the way you can wash them. So I get, I get the water to a lukewarm temperature in the bath, Put my jeans yep. on, lower myself yep. in with a mild Sitting detergent, yeah. <laughs> just sit in there, quietly yep. write some poetry and let nature take its course. Light a candle. Light yeah, a candle. Yeah, I'll make an evening wow. of it. I like this. This is much better. Wow. I can look forward to it being like, you know, the third Tuesday of the month. I know I'm going to be having my denim bath this evening. It's a lovely thing, isn't it? Um, Simon, thank you very much indeed. I am, like you've taken this on from the advice of someone you met in Stockholm, I'm going to do exactly the same. Give it up for our denim expert, Simon. Wow, that's amazing. So... Why don't we turn this into like a party? Yeah. Why don't you come round, Matt? Yeah. Bring your jeans. Yeah. We'll just lower ourselves oh, into, into a, a tepid bath. It's <laughs> a mild detergent. What a night. It will be beautiful. <laughs> Dave Barry, right here and now. Oh, yes, it is time for trades, people to the stars. Please welcome to the show Elliot in Woking. Good evening, Elliot. Hiya, Matt, David. How are you doing? Very good, yeah. my man. And how are you tonight? Not too bad. Lovely. Okay, Elliot. Well, let's start at the beginning, shall we? I always get very excited at this. Mm. So, um, Elliot, <laughs> what's your trade? Uh, electrician. Electrician. We've got Sparky yeah, on the show, right. Matt. It's always good yes. to know, isn't it? Okay, electrician. And which celebrity have you plied your trade for? It was for Billy Piper. Billy Piper, oh, everyone! Yes. That's great. You know, up until you just said that, I believe that producer Dave was under the impression you applied it for Billy Elliot. Um, <laughs> no, his that was right. his yeah. love of musical theatre knows no bounds. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Elliot, the fictional <laughs> character. Yeah. Um, but we're really pleased it's Billy Piper. That's fantastic. Of course, she was uh, in Doctor Who and so many other amazing yeah, yeah. Uh, television series and movies. Was she yeah. there when you were doing this, when you were being an electrician? Yeah, yeah. yeah she let us in, you know... Uh... Shows around, put yeah. all the positions and everything. So, uh, <laughs> so what, what? What specifically was she having done? I want to know the details. What uh, was Billy Piper's to, use um, for an electrician? 
we had to fit her wall lights in the uh, in the oh. cor- corridor. Wall lights, okay. Wall and are wall lights yeah. very popular amongst the celebrity community at the moment? What I'm trying to say is, should well, I not... be getting some wall lights? <laughs> <laughs> well, these ones were certainly fancy. Let's put it that way. Where are they? And, uh, a brassy, goldy, massive flower effect with the light bulb in the middle. See, this Ooh. is... But, um, yeah. We're going right behind yeah. the scenes here. I love <laughs> that. Good. Do you know what I mean? This wow. is nice. Um, OK, well, that means there's only one question left to ask you. And Go that ahead. is... Elliot in Woking. Did Billy Piper, with her ornate wall lighting... Offer to make you a cup of tea or coffee. Her mum did. Oh, Her mum did. Okay, so she hasn't wow. done it. What, what, what are we feeling, Matt? I mean, talk me through uh, my emotions right now. Uh, it speaks volumes for the Piper family that you know that <laughs> they were prepared to do it any which way. Yeah. And so I say this is a victory for the Piper family. <laughs> uh, well done, well done all. <laughs> <laughs> well done to Billy's mum and Elliot. Thank you so much for being our tradesperson to the stars. We are going to no send problem. you a Dave. Berry Show car air freshener and we're going to send it to you whether you want one or not okay <laughs> <laughs> you can protest you all you like we're going to send it to you thank you for being brilliant <laughs> give it up for Elliot no everybody problem. cheers Elliot The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio Now, Matt Dyson. Yes. Because of a small administrative er- error that you made on Monday, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you yeah. couldn't tell the difference between uh, at 5 p.m. From, and yeah, from, from 5 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has built into a long, long story. Also, arc. a lot of hype. Uh, that's oh, not really so much hype. Justified. In Wh- my, in whatever my the answer this is, I know I'm not going to be as disappointed <laughs> since the ending of Lost. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Matt Dyson, <sighs> and I've asked you this like six times already, and it's only the third day of the working yeah. week. Was your Facebook information shared with Cambridge Analytica? Yes well, or no? Well, I can't just go straight to the answer, Dave. I've got to explain well, a little you, bit well, more about this. Clearly, haven't, you haven't, have you? a little bit more because initially it was put out there that everyone was going to get a message or something come up in their timeline saying you were in or out of the whole um, sharing data okay. thing, right? Yes. That's not happened. They no. said it was going to happen from five on Monday. No one's seen it, right? Okay. But since quite a few of you have been in touch, including Lindsay in Chelmsford, who says it's very easy to find out. So if you've got your Facebook app on your phone, which is probably how most of you are using it at the moment, um, you go to the Facebook app, you go to the right-hand side uh, in the bottom corner, you go to the help section, help and support. In there, you will find the help centre. Click on the help centre and it says, hi, how can we help you? In the search box, you put uh, Cambridge Analytica and it will take you to the page where you will find out if you are okay. involved. Okay, for the sixth time, Matt Dyson. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. It's good so to I'm know. I'm typing it in now. I'm just going to search for that. And then it says, and then it comes up with the information. Wait, come on, up, hang up the phone. Yeah. Okay, okay, we're running out of time. <laughs> right, so can I tell if I was in... Data was breached with Cambridge Analytica. Uh, and it says, based on your available records, neither you nor your friends logged into the This Is Your Digital Life thing. Uh, so as a result, it doesn't appear that your Facebook information was shared with Cambridge Analytica. 
So there you go. So it's... <laughs> so it's a no! <laughs> no. Oh, I had a drum roll pl- planned for this and everything. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's a no. I'm not none of my friends either, so it's... Well, all I mean, 11 people who are yeah. friends with you on Facebook, they're yeah. going to be relieved, oh, aren't they? I've got hardly any friends on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> oh, OK, I regret saying that. <laughs> uh, no, so, I'm yeah, I'm not sure, you know, maybe this has been a big load of hype and not that exciting after all, but, I mean... That's yeah. exactly how I would sum up the three days of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A whole load of hype and not exciting at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's the good news is none of my data was breached. No, that's well, I'm pleased for you, and it's good that you, you told people how they can check if theirs was, so thank you, Matthew. You're listening to the hip and fresh sounds of the Dave Berry Show. Suzanne Vega, Tom's Diner. Of course, that song was written before TripAdvisor, or she probably never would have gone. And that's your three from the 1990s. Good evening, everybody. Just gone quarter past five, and it is time for Matt the Dice Man Dyson to do his thing. There's a little little peek behind the curtains for you, though, a little behind-the-scenes bonus material for you right now. Uh, the little promo you hear throughout the day that advertises the show, this show, I said, oh, Matt the Dice Man Dyson returns, and you heard that sound? Matt made me do that myself. He said, oh, you don't need me to hang around for that, do you? And just left. So I could be anyone. I'm not only hosting it, but I'm rattling as well in that. Multitasking. Unnecessary information. You don't need me for this. Unbelievable. Uh, Right, now, uh, on a previous edition of Matt the Dice Man Dyson, where he makes the tough decisions you don't want to, we received this message. Hi, Dave and the Dice Man. I need a bit of help. Should I spend a wedge of cash on an ex-mobile library? (laughs) Or should I be sensible and pay off some debts? And that was from Bryony in Cambridgeshire. Well, I'm really pleased to say that Matt the Dice Man Dyson rolled his die and Bryony had to go, because she was going to believe in what the die told her, Mm. had to go and buy that ex-mobile library and she joins us two (laughs) weeks after the event on the show once again. Good evening, Bryony. Good evening, Dave. Good evening, Matt. Good evening. Hey, welcome back Hello. to the show, Bryony. We've all become, the three of us have become firm Twitter friends. We're always tweeting mm. each other um, because we wanted to know an update on, on what was going on with the X-Mobile library, which, for reasons we won't go into again, you were going to use to combat the obesity crisis in children <laughs> in the United Kingdom. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, where are we at? Did you trust in the die? Have you bought one? I trusted the right, but unfortunately, I shared my plans too early, and everyone else has snapped up all the mobile libraries out there. Really? So, There's wow. an ex mobile library shortage. Is that what you're telling us? There is. There is. There is a national shortage. <laughs> a national drought national, of mobile libraries. <laughs> there is. <laughs> so, what were you thinking? What's plan B? You're not going to go and stupidly pay off some debts, are you, Bryony? Heavens above. <laughs> I'm not crazy, right? Um, <laughs> no. So I have found an alternative. I found a beautiful, very old ex-ambulance instead. Ooh. An ex-ambulance. Well, we <laughs> saw a picture of this on, on Twitter. Uh, it's an F-Ridge, by the way. Yeah, Classic nice, year. Yeah. What are you thinking of doing with it? I mean, are you going to put some books in it and try and make it a mobile library, or what's the plan? Yeah, so I was thinking about that, and I think, yeah, I'm still down with I've got too many books. They're clattering up my house, so fill it up with books. Um... I was thinking about calling it the Dyson Library. Oh, <laughs> we are honoured. Oh yeah, wow. We could come, we could come to Cambridgeshire, we could smash a bottle of champagne into the yeah. front of it. <laughs> it's enough, Reg. I think it's got to be like a sponge cake. Oh, <laughs> oh well, someone's named an ex-ambulance after oh, us, Matt. Can great. you believe that's that? All, what a mark of success! All thanks to the roll of a dice. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Bridie, listen. We wish you all the best of luck with the uh, the former ambulance, and thank you for coming back on the show. Give it up for our friend. Brian, it's nice. Yeah. So where are they now? 
yeah. former people that have been through the dice experience. Well, that's a good idea. We should yeah. be getting more people on to see how we change their lives. Yeah, yeah. Most of them now live in Australia, unfortunately, <laughs> because of our pesky friend Evans. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Where Matt the Dice Man Dyson cometh. This is an unusual one we've had here, Dice Man. Okay. I'm going to play the T's and C's, if that's okay. Here we go. Listeners are responsible for their own choices. It's just a silly radio feature that should not be taken seriously in any way. Absolute radio unbound media will not be held accountable for any rush decisions made on the roll of the dice. Matt Dyson smells. <sighs> dice Man. The Ice Man. <laughs> I've been set a challenge to invite all of my Facebook friends, 843 altogether all now. Right. Ooh. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> Out for a pint, just to see how many of them say yes. If they do say yes, I must meet them for a drink no matter where they are. They're the rules. Oh. Should I take him up on this challenge or refuse? Okay. So, odds, contender, ready! Evens, no way. Okay, here we go. It's a three. It's a three, it's odds, contender it. ready. Oh, no. Potentially, you could be oh, buying 843 pints. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, good luck with that. Let, let us know how you get on, though. Do get back in touch at 8, 12, 15. Uh, joining us right now, we have Bev. Good evening to you, Bev. Good evening, Dave. Good evening, Dice Man. Evening. So it's lovely having you on the show. Uh, what is your dilemma? What's going on? Right, OK, so a few months ago, the boyfriend at the time bought two tickets for us to go and see Nathaniel Rateliff for the 13th, so that's tomorrow. Okay. Like my, uh, all my relationships, after three years, they tend to come to a bit of an end. Oh, okay. It's good, though. Variety's a spice of life, Bev. Never yeah, forget yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. That's what I tell myself. So, <laughs> he's got custody of the ticket. <laughs> right. Okay. Did you say tickets or two kids? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the tickets, I think. Yeah. The tickets. Um, okay, good. I had a, I had a, some custody of other tickets, so yeah, he's got those for tomorrow. He didn't want to bump into him. Mm-hmm. Felt quite confident and cocky one night, maybe a few wines, listening to the band, Nathaniel Rates and the Night Sweats. Love them, bit cocky. Thought I'd get a ticket for one. Ticket for oh, one? So, okay. okay. Don't know anyone else that really likes them. Uh, so yeah, con- you know, cocky, confident, got a ticket for one. It's for tonight. I'm not feeling so confident now. I'm sober. Bev. I'm sober. I'm not feeling it. (laughs) We've all been there, Bev. It's at Shepherd's Bush. I'm going to have to leave pretty soon if I'm going, so I would really appreciate it if you could tell me what I'm doing this evening. Because if I don't go, it's going to be around the pub for a a glass of wine. Okay. So, well, Bev, firstly, thank you very much indeed for getting in touch with us about this. Uh, It's nice to have be part of such a trust exercise. And I'm tempted, just from talking to you, to make both evens and odds you're going to the gig like a legend. Yeah, I know. That, we've never done that before. Never done that before. Shall we do that or but, shall we? No. <laughs> no, no, no. We okay, can, we're not going to do that. No, okay. So, what we're going to do is we're going to have evens, you're going to your local pub like a legend, or odds, yeah. you're going out to the gig like a legend. Okay. Cool. So, it is evens is the pub, odds is going to the gig. Okay, Matt, go. the Dice Man Dyson, if you would. <sighs> it's a big roll, this one. Nervous. Here we go. Here we go. Odds is the gig, evens is the pub. It's three. <gasps> It's odds you're going to the gig like Yay! a legend, Bev! Oh, man, I'm going to have to pull my finger out. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be a lot of people there on their own. It's fine. Yeah. If, anybody, if anyone sees me in a 
bright pink T-shirt that says Leg Puppy across the top, which is the band I'm in, <laughs> can they just come and say, yeah, Leg Puppy in my face? <laughs> well, I thought I'd seen it all until I spoke to you, Bev. <laughs> um, okay, so Bev, who is in a band called Leg Puppies. Leg Puppy, and we rock. And yeah. you rock, and I don't doubt that from talking to you for just 30 seconds. If you see Bev, go over. Bev's going to buy you a drink. You're going to be her new best friend. We hope you enjoy the gig, and as I say, thank you so much for getting in touch with the show. Give it up for Will Bev, everybody. Terms and conditions on that buying everyone a drink <laughs> Okay, hang on, here we go. Listeners are responsible for their own choices. It's just a silly radio feature that should not be taken seriously in any way. Absolute radio. Bound media will not be held accountable for any rush decisions made on the roll of the dice. Bev, I'll drinks. There you go, Bev. Take care now. Thank you for getting in touch with the show. Uh, so there we go. Whew, I'm glad Bev's going. Yes, I think it's the best thing. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Where Matt, don't impression me much, is back for the first time in 2018. And we are all so excited. How many impressions will I guess right in the 45 seconds that we've allotted? Well, having a go in Roehampton is Rachel. Good evening, Rachel. Good evening, Dave. How are you doing tonight? Uh, very well, thank you. And you? Very well, thank you. You may, I don't know if you were listening at the beginning of the show, but Matt and I are going into politics. And our first <laughs> commitment to you, the people, is to ban Mondays. We're going to have Sunday the sequel instead. Would we get your vote? Uh, well, no. Because Sundays is a, um, it's a bit of a work end for me because I've got kids. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. We didn't think about that. Families, oh, yeah. Matt. Yeah. Families yeah. first. Okay, we yeah. need to Families think about first. Yes, okay, yeah, that's good. Someone might have already done that, <laughs> yeah. but we'll have a look <laughs> into it. Uh, no problem at all. Thank you, Rachel, for your honesty. Um, and in Watford, we have Russ. Good evening to you, Russ. Good evening, Dave. Great having you on the show. I can't believe we've got Russ and Rachel. We're that close to an episode oh, of Friends. Yeah, we are. That close. <laughs> um, Rachel, this is Russ. Russ, this is Rachel. Hello, Russ. Okay, guys, good luck to you, Rachel. Let me ask you first, how many do you think I'm going to get of Matt's impressions in 45 seconds? Two. You said two. <laughs> Sensible. Thanks for the vote of confidence. <laughs> um, and, and Russ, how many are you saying? I'll give you a bit more credit. I'm going for five. You're going for five. Ooh. Okay. Well, we're about to find out which one of you is going to win the Dave Berry Show car air freshener. Matt, are you ready? Okay. I'll, shall I open the envelope? Our time starts now. Unbelievable, Dave. It's unbelievable, Dave. Um, slightly northern. I think he's from the Bradford area. I'm, I'm, it's not a very unbelievable good impression. Dave. It's unbelievable. Oh, Chris Kamara. Yes, thank you. It's Jackie. It's Jackie. It's Jackie Stallone. <laughs> <clears throat> it's really not me in those insurance commercials. Oh, it's a very good Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I always get a better conversation in the garden than I do. Sir in, David Attenborough. Yeah, no, in Buckingham Palace. Oh, oh Prince Charles. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Uh, uh, well, I might have rules. I might have rolled Fleet Street with an iron fist, but I'm much looser now I'm on TV. <laughs> you know, Janet Street yeah, Porter. Porter. <laughs> yeah. Great. Wow. Phew, we're out of time. We're you you're relieved at that, aren't you? How yeah. many did we get? Four. We got four, which means congratulations, Russ in Watford. You're getting the hey. Dave Berry Show car air freshener. <laughs> but you know what, Rachel, we're going to send you one as well. Thank you for tuning oh, into the thank show. You. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks a lot, us. guys. <laughs> Every, everyone. Great to have the feature back. Oh, uh, thank you very much. See, that's what we need. Politically, <laughs> she knows we're going down the Swanee, but yeah. loves the feature. Yeah, that's yeah. the main thing. <laughs> Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. This is Dave Berry Show on your Thursday evening, and joining me, as has become a, a wonderful tradition, is Mr Sky Cinema himself, Alex Zane. Alex Zane, get out. 
Get out, Alex Zane. I want to talk about the movie Get Out, Alex Zane. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Uh, it took me ages to write that intro. It's pretty poor, actually. <laughs> Thinking back. Um, it's not, because I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Ow! Ow! Um, I want to talk about Get Out, which is available on Sky Cinema, um, because it's such a wonderful film. And the entire cast, particularly um, Daniel Kaluuya, who has trodden a path. I know he's done other things, but to go from Skins to Psychoville, which of course was put together by the team behind League of Gentlemen, to Black Mirror, to now being just a global superstar. Mm. And this film was the linchpin in all of that. I mean, he's fantastic and quite rightly nominated for an Oscar for it. I mean, the movie won the Oscar for Best Original Screenplay for Jordan Peele. But you're right, it's a, it's a fantastic film. It's an important film uh, and it's growing in importance and it has done since it was uh, embraced by audiences. The fact that it's a comments on race and racism, but on top of that, it's just such a weird, fun, scary, odd horror comedy and um and you're right uh, daniel kluya is fantastic in it i have to give a special mention to bradley whitford as well who plays the father in the movie the right on try and be so pc dad with the fantastic line i i'd have voted for obama a third time if i could <laughs> it also has something in my opinion which i think lots of films have tried to achieve but they failed and it creates um an unnerving, almost palpable sense of danger. Mm. It's almost quite animalistic in a way. Mm. You know, the kind of fight or flight. And you, you'll watch it throughout, even when things seem relatively normal yeah. when he first arrives. You can just kind of sense the dread coming from the screen, which it's... is a really difficult trick to pull off. And as I say, people have tried, but they do it too ham-fistedly. But it's, it's really subtly done in Get Out. The wonderful scene that always sticks in my mind, uh, apart from the sunken place, is uh, the bit where the groundsman Walter is running straight oh, at him goodness. out of the oh, night. I've got goosebumps again. I am... Um... I have a personal fear of people running at me. I... <laughs> <laughs> Just in sports day at school. <laughs> so, no, this is true. So I was on Shaftesbury Avenue and this guy nicked my phone out of my hand. Oh, it's happened to me. It's so and annoying. I ran after him and chased him and chased him and he turned this corner and I turned after him and it was a dead end. And he reached the dead end and started running back towards me, at which point I was like... What did I think I was going to do when I caught him? And so as he's running towards me, I just think, can I get my phone back, please? And he went, 40 quid. I went, done. Did he? So I bought my phone back for 40 quid two minutes after losing it. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that happen to you. It's, it's awful when it happens to anyone. I spoke about it on the show here before. I um, This is my phone. I've had this iPhone for like four years. And um, a guy, I was texting someone and a guy on a bike went past me, took the phone out of my hand, and this is even more humiliating than what you went through, looked it and just threw it down <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> so I picked up my own phone. I gave chase. It was, uh, it was humiliating, I'm not going to lie. OK, let's leave it there for now. There's more with Alex coming up next. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Bray Show on your Thursday evening. Alex Zane is here. Uh, we've been talking about Get Out, and now we want to talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. I think it's one of my favourite Spider-Man movies of the people who have tried to do it. I, find, I found Tobey Maguire quite annoying. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be totally honest with yep. you. And then I, I think am, when they went too special effects-y on it, it was even worse. Um, I quite liked Andrew Garfield. Um, but then he was clearly like 35 and wanting to grow a hipster beard and, you know, become a barista. <laughs> he wasn't interested, was he? Um, so I think Tom Holland's a great Spider-Man. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree on all three points. I wasn't a Tobey Maguire fan. I thought Andrew Garfield was a fantastic Spider-Man. I 
didn't think the movies did him justice. I don't think either of those films are particularly good. And mm-hmm. the first one especially suffered the whole retelling the first Spider-Man movie yeah. story again. You're like, ah, this is weird. But yeah, I think Tom Holland is hands down the best on-screen Spider-Man. And I think now's the perfect time to be watching the movie because obviously Avengers Infinity War uh, comes out in April. And so I'm working through the whole MCU back catalogue in preparation for Avengers Infinity War. That's why we get you on the show to talk <laughs> movies, Al. We love that. Um, so there we go. Get out. Spider-Man Homecoming, both available on Sky Cinema. Coming up next, the strange names that other countries have given films that we have translated back into English and we've got three of them to put to Alex quiz. Yay! <laughs> it's coming up next on Absolute Radio. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. It's Dave Barry here on Absolute Radio. You catch us mid-Alex Zane trying to cheat at the movie naming quiz. I know, it's just looking at your beautiful hands. Are you? Who's snooping around in the back of their parents' wardrobe looking for the Christmas presents, eh? Mm. Right, here we go. So basically... um, these are all popular movies again. Mm-hmm. They're all box office successes. Uh, other countries around the world have different names for them. We have translated them back into English. Last week, you got three out of three. Mm. Well, you got four points for getting the last one. Thank you. Who knew that Greece in Argentina is called Vaseline? <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. One Night, Big Belly. <laughs> this is from China. <laughs> one Night, Big Belly... Uh, one big belly, fat, uh, fat. Uh, Stop saying night. fat over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> my, I, I, I have no idea. I'm gonna go with Run, Fat Boy, Run. <laughs> the little scene, Simon Pegg movie, Run, Fat Boy, Run, which was huge in China. <laughs> they, they love him. Out there. It's knocked up. Oh, one night big belly. I was doing fat. You should have done pregnant. <laughs> yes, that's a That'll sentence be on your tombstone. Sentence <laughs> I should have never said out loud. Isolate the audio. Uh, here we go <clears throat> again from China. This is a China special, by oh, the way. Good. I think those guys don't get enough good breasts. <laughs> um, his great device makes him famous. Oh, it must be uh, what's a movie where someone creates something and becomes uh, famous. Oh, You're not uh, thinking pregnant again. <laughs> <laughs> Is it... Uh, oh, my gosh. His great device makes him famous. Boogie Nights. It is. Is it? It's Boogie Nights. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. This is that's very impressive. I'm impressed by that. I just I sort of I was thinking about technology and it's not technology. No, it's this is well well done. Yes. And finally, this would be a, this would be three out of three again. No. Okay. This once again from China. He's a ghost. <laughs> uh, is it that? Well, there's so many ghost space movies. It could be uh, Meet Joe Black. Uh, it could be other movies with ghosts in it. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go really literal on this. And the Patrick Swayze movie, Ghost. Well, I can see your train of thought there. Um, yeah. A simple one, but I can see it. Um, <laughs> He's a ghost. Is what in China they named the Sixth Sense. <laughs> Where they where they love plot spoilers, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like two hours. It's like, like it was written on the poster. <laughs> um, I think Fight Club there is called He's Both of Them. <laughs> you say that in America when Rocky Two came out, the tagline for uh, uh, Rocky fights again and this time wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Alex, great to see you. We'll see you uh, next Thursday. Alex Zane, everyone. Thank you very much, man. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio.